mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 306 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching Yes. SG Atlantis. Yes. Season 5. Yep. Episode 9. Yep. Tracker. Yes. AKA. Uh huh. Check for traps. Check for traps. <laughs> Always check for traps. Roll investigation. Yeah. Well, part of this episode is role for investigation. Mm-hmm. Other parts of this is role for nature or survival. Well, I feel like it's it's investigation and perception is this entire, are like the big. Yeah. Because there's a lot of like Keller perceiving yes. or insidering what this dude's about. I like that also because everything in my <gasps> life relates AKA, back to. Yeah. May the best man win. Ooh. Because that works all the way through the episode. It does. Um, I like because everything in my life relates back to our D and D game. That this is essentially uh, my character and Nick's character looking for any other party of our group. That makes sense. Which works really well because before our party got together, it was my character and Nick's character traveling around for six months or so. That works. Yeah. Um, my character just stalked Brother Matt's character. Uh huh. Because he was really good at finding food and places to sleep. So I was like, well, I'm just going to stay far behind. He's not going to know. And he's going to do all the work. Whereas I'm like, I'm gadgety person who is hanging out with the big tough guy (laughs) who could 100% track. Listen, (laughs) Ronan and Muck would get along real well. Yeah. There'd be very similar fight scenes to the one as him and uh, what's his name in this episode? Yes. Kiriak. Kiriak? Kiriak. Uh, Did you have anything of note that you did this week outside the pod? I did a lot of avoiding finishing Horizon (laughs) Forbidden West. (laughs) I am at the last main mission and I am purposely avoiding finishing the game. So the main quest line is actually very short is what I've learned in this game. There's a lot of side quests and stuff. I'm kind of at the side quests that are no longer like I can't even gain any more XP. I've topped her. Ah. I'm but I'm like, but I don't I don't You don't want to stop. I don't want to finish this game. Listen, that's where I am in Valhalla. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I'm doing I'm trying to find every side mission available. Mm-hmm. Uh whatever I can find to do what I can do. Um I also watched uh We Own This City. Okay, yeah, um, you mentioned that last week. Holy cow. It's a lot Mm -hmm. to process. Um, So it took a while. It's only six episodes, but it took two weeks to watch it. Gotcha. Uh, Because it's just a lot to process, but it's very well put together. It's the guys who did The Wire. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the guy. I don't know if there's more than one. uh, I don't know. Um, (laughs) I watched enough of... It, uh, EXU calamity to mm. learn that I'm like I'm totally crushing on Brendan Lee Mulligan. Uh yeah. Yeah. I am listen. It's an amazing miniseries. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have to watch it at least a second time through later to yeah. like actually p- it is so dense. 
I like I love all of our CR people, but I was just like, this dude is so smart. Yes. This dude is just brained. Yeah. And I really love his approach. So I'm like, I might need to watch some Dimension 20. I love the seeing the difference in now the three, you know, between Mercer and now Abria and Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. Of like the differences in DM styles. Yeah. I think Brennan's is my probably the closest to what I would want to do. Abria is definitely my style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. It's a little more loosey goosey. A little more loosey goosey. And I think we learned long ago that Mercer and husband Jesse oh are gosh. pretty much the same yes. person. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to DM styles. Yes. Where it's like, where did all of this just it just came out of your brain, huh? Yeah, it just that's came just, right out of your brain. You're just improving that shit at cool. this point, aren't you? Yeah. Just right on out of your brain. Uh, but I think that's pretty much what I did this week. I didn't do a ton. It was a rough work week for me. Mm. So it was mostly just getting through, getting through. I will, however, say. Oh, make um, no mistake. I'm in bed and asleep by 9 p.m. Yeah. every day. <laughs> um, I will say that I wanted to give. I hesitated to. I had not watched enough of the series to give it a full, like, recommendation yet because okay. I watched the first episode and then paused so that I could get my husband caught up on other things and I could watch it with Nick. We know my thoughts on Star Trek Discovery. Sure, yeah. Okay. Strange New Worlds Good. is everything I want my Star Trek to be. Oh, that's good to know. Strange New Worlds is... A fantastic show and a fantastic Star Trek show. Okay. Um, it, it's, it's just, it's such good feels. There is such strong Roddenberry moments in it. Um, that goes back to while there might be an overarching, you know, storyline for the season. It's episode by episode. You can watch any episode. Right on. It's. It's just, it is, it's going back to the high points of Star Trek with Next Gen and DS9 and Voyager. Cool. It's really, really good. And everyone in the cast is amazing. I will be impressed when you can get husband Jesse to watch it. I'm, it's, it's going to be, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole season may have to be come out and it's going to take a few months. If nothing else... If nothing else, I will, his birthday present to me <laughs> yes, will be to sit down and watch that show with I'm me. I'm into it. I, I yes, because I really want to see him react to something and see his opinion. Yeah, because I had a lot of issues with Discovery and they definitely took everything from Discovery and like learned from it. And oh, good. went back and did their homework. See, you're, and this you're is a Star Trek show. You're far more forgiving than he is. I'm far more forgiving. Because you were like, you fucked up Discovery, but let me try this other one. It's also, I'm like, you fucked up Discovery, but like, listen, I'll give you to the last two seasons mm-hmm. because you took away a lot of the issues I had. Whereas husband Jesse's like, you fucked up, I'm done. Well, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Strange New Worlds. Also, Orville started up again. Speaking oh, yeah. of like, might as well be Trek shows. And sure. I'll say, for a show that started, and still will be not afraid to have dick jokes in the middle of it, because yeah. Seth MacFarlane 
man, they have, they also carry some heavy. There is some Ron, there is Roddenberry all over that show too. Well, I feel like we know he's a fan, right? He's, it is a love letter. Yeah. In the, in Galaxy Quest fashion. Right on. It is a love letter to Roddenberry and Star Trek. So I love these two shows going on at the same time now. Yeah. I like it. Unrelated. I rewatched My Cousin Vinny yesterday. Yeah. Still a great fucking movie. Go watch it. If you need something completely unrelated. I mean, we were at a brewery last night and in front of us was Uncle Buck. There you go. That's another good one. <laughs> Although I feel like, isn't Uncle Buck a Christmas movie? No, I don't mean, I don't necessarily think of it as a Christmas movie. Okay. Anytime. To me, it's like, it's cold. It's it's up north. I mean, it's it also it's take it has Macaulay Culkin. It takes place in the same house as Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Anyway, September nineteenth, two thousand and eight. Written written by David Schmidt and Carl Binder. Directed by William Waring. Our main guest star, Mike Dupud. 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 I apologize. I don't know that I'm right. I just um, wanted to say pood. We've seen a few times before. Okay. In in Stargate. He's been in Jaffa. He's been some soldiers. One of the bounty hunters in the episode where Vala goes back with Cam to his high school reunion. Oh. He looked familiar. And yep. I just assumed it was from like other television. Other television, which is Stargate. Nope. Same television. And we will see him again. Ooh. In universe. Interesting. I will leave it at that. I hope he plays the same guy, and I hope he made it out. I I will neither he confirm is. or deny, but I definitely hope. Those are my hopes. He lives. Yeah. We start with McKay. Mm-hmm. In his room. Yeah. Working on his 1950s sleeves. Yeah. Working with the sleeves, checking his hair, being his own hype man, basically. Oh, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Rehearsing the words. Yes. All that's missing, honestly, is like the little black comb. <laughs> Just going through his hair, like, yeah. pouting. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's missing. When John comes around, mm-hmm. doesn't knock, just opens the door. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. He knows that McKay is volunteering to go with a medical follow-up off-world mission with Jennifer Keller yeah, yeah, on yeah. his day off. Interesting. Everything about that statement is odd to John. No reason. No reason. Look, McKay is turning over a new leaf. This is the newer, kindler, gentler Rodney McKay. And oh, he just sure. heads out determined. Yeah, yeah. I've got things to do. Is and he, people to impress. He walks into the gate room with his jacket, like, coolly slung over his shoulder. Yeah. And basically all of that hope is dashed. As soon as they see it's not just Keller waiting there in front of the gate for him. It the is worst. also... Ronan. That time you thought you were going on a date and then she brought her other friend as well. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, and, but, I mean, Ronan offered to help out. So, you know, Keller thought the more the merrier. Wowza, Keller. Wowza. And Ronan is almost believable when he plays dumb that, like, <laughs> is there a problem? Here's my thing. Okay, one... Ronan, you're a little bit of a dick when it comes to all of this in this episode. <laughs> Respect the fact that this man likes her. I know. Like, you're literally just using who yeah. you are to to make people uncomfortable. It's a little bit of a dick move. But, um, but also, Ronan's probably a little bored. Yeah, but it's really unkind. It is. If you think about it in the long run. 
imagine just throwing yourself into a situation where two people like each other. It's already painful <laughs> enough for them to find ways to share this. Yeah. You're going to fucking Gaston your way into yep. the middle of this? Mm-hmm. A little bit of a dick move. I may be personally triggered. I may have experienced something similar in my own life. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I will. The world may never know. I will say... Yes. However, I still think that Ronan a little bit has a crush on her. Okay. Because they had the moment. They made out. They did. And we learned that, like, they went on a few dates and things sort of fizzled out. So I think Ronan's like, well... Maybe he's just as bad as he as they are. That's what I'm thinking. He's like, I'm long-term... He has been on the run for many years. Yeah. He has not had to show. He doesn't. Does how? How do I show? Sure. Hot doctor lady. How do I show that I'm more than just this body? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. All right, we'll give him that. So I think it's a little bit of like. Also, what's it? Where's Keller's mind? Do you think she has any clue? Because she yes. knows how Rodney feels. Oh, I'm pretty sure she's. I think all three of them standing there about to go through the gate. No. No, Everything. All, all of the awkward going on right yeah, here. Yeah, it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice. Because I have a feel that that um that Ronan, it's like he's taken this. He's like, oh shit, I didn't, I didn't know how to like ask out for more dates, and so now I'm here, and it's half. I think I may actually. I don't know how to express my feelings I have for Jennifer. I don't know how to have feelings, period. Yes, but also, I mean, if I can if I can fuck with McKay, that's just a fun day as well. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. it's a little column A, a little column B. Fair, fair point. It's yeah. like if you're I'm gonna I'm gonna make you work for it, dude. Yeah, yikes. Well, good for good for Rodney though, because he's gonna. We'll we'll get there. Yep. Um yeah, this is just awkward. Everyone in this group knows what's going on. It's yeah. an absolute cringe fest. I think that's genuinely the reason why John's like, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. This. I'm so busy today. This. And Taylor's like, oh, yeah, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> busy. You guys have fun. Because there's no reason it shouldn't be all of them on this mission. Mm-mm, 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 and they're mm-mm. like, oh, I got that thing to do. Do you want to help me, Taylor? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm, yes, I do mm-hmm. want to help you. Uh, far away from here. That's no one else. No one else wants to go on this trip with the three of them. <laughs> and the moment that both men pick up the bag and refuse to let go, that's fine. Yeah, it's fantastic. So off world, Keller's just warning them. Like it's it, the contagion is not airborne. It just don't come into physical contact with anyone. Great thing to tell McKay. Yeah. Uh, it's basically the flu. It's not severe, but it's enough to get everyone in the village a little on edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we see someone is watching them. Interesting. From the point of view of the someone watching them. Interesting. And we know this is supposed to be a quick mission. Sure, yeah. A couple hours. Zip, zap, zoom. Really, McKay? You have... That is how much you are serious about, like, impressing... You have no computer. You have no backpack. You have nothing. He is being the cool guy. Uh-huh. He's being the girl who's like, I don't even wear makeup. Uh-huh. I love nature. Yeah. He's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Don't do it. <laughs> don't deny Just your true self. Just yourself. Just don't deny your true self. Listen, yeah. you know you want to bring a computer with you. Do it. Yeah. 
Because there's no, there's actually nothing more lovely than bringing your whole self to the situation mm-hmm. and still finding someone who loves you. Yes. <laughs> like when I sit there and watch TikTok while we're watching TV shows like We on the Night, I'm like, what do you want from me? This is a lot to take in. I need dogs. I need doggos. silly dog shit. I need doggos. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So Keller is doing her doctor thing. Um, there is a young boy who has a flu, rest, fluid, some meds, you know, yeah. usual yeah. thing. And, oh, McKay, the the term he was practicing earlier. Here I go. The neuromindacy inhibitor. Apparently, you did not practice it in the mirror. No, I didn't. Listen, it's it's Tamiflu, guys. Yeah. It's Tamiflu. Neuromindacy inhibitor. Thank you. (laughs) Listen, that's not a word I'm going to remember. Yeah. How to say. It's an inhibitor of things. It is probably... uh, Let's see. It's a make a flu go away faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a flu inhibitor. Yes. Yeah. Ta-da. So the men are kicked out as Keller checks out the boy's mom. I do like that she's impressed, though. She yeah. does show like. Oh. Yeah. Yes. That's that's it. All right. Now get out. Also <laughs> get out. There's yeah. a tavern close by. Go mm-hmm. do. Tavern things. Tavern things. Of Go course, do things away from me. There's I'm... a D&D village, so of course there's a tavern. Yeah. Um. So sitting outside on a beautiful day, outdoor tavern, Ronan is digging into the well, bowl. Well, of in course, because, you know, you don't want to come into close contact with people, so you're going to eat outside. Yeah. Uh, it does look like the whole tavern's outside, though. That's fair. Uh, and Ronan's digging into the bowl in front of them, and McKay's a little more timid. I mean, as he slowly pulls out of the bowl, just like a chicken leg looking thing and just puts it on the table in front of him. Uh, Rodney is definitely in the camp of you and husband Jesse of like, I don't like to see the bones of the meats that I'm eating. I do not like to see the bones of the meats I'm eating. However, I will eat around it if the rest of the food's good. Yeah. Um, Ronan (laughs) is wondering why McKay's here. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit you could be doing back in Atlantis. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm good. My case good. He's he's here. This is what he wants to be doing. This is my favorite things to be doing. Ronan totes believes him as he just takes the chicken leg and like stage eats it. You can yeah. tell he's like yeah, <laughs> noms and hides it. I want him to just shove the whole thing in his mouth and pull it out clean. <laughs> That's what I want to happen. I'm sure I would find that impressive. I'm sure if that was not actually like a plastic chicken leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronan would have. Yeah, fair. Uh, After a meal and an ale or two, they're going back to check with Keller. Hopefully they won't be interrupting her. But when they knock, Erin, the the woman who lives there, um, says, actually, Keller left a while ago. She said she was going to meet you at the tavern. Yeah, she's not here anymore. Cool. I do like the way she opens a house like someone who's like, why are you here? Why? Like, I've opened the door like this before to people like, what do you fucking want? Anyway. And uh, they try to get Keller on the radio. She doesn't answer. Ronan just yells into the ether of the village. Sure, let's do that. That's a great idea. (laughs) Uh, After a while, neither of them have Stand on a table. Keller! I mean, listen, Ronan's voice can travel. That's what my... That's probably going to be my yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. You're within how many yards? You'll be able to hear me yelling for you. Oh, I believe that. Uh, and that. they don't have response. They know Keller wouldn't just turn her radio off. So where where is she? 
Interesting. As panic sinks into their voices. Interesting. And quick credits. The quickest credits of um, the credits. Through a quick investigation check, neither one of them have found anything. Mm-hmm. No one saw her. It's like she vanished. Yep. And because Ronan has lived the life that Ronan has lived, he immediately goes into the possibility that someone yeah. took her. I mean, he's not wrong. So Ronan's like, you go get help. I track. Yep. Sounds right. And since shit has gotten real, McKay's like, I'm not going to argue. I will go to this the This is where you are the better of the people equipped. Yes. I will follow your lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I do dislike that we're splitting the party, but here it is. Yeah. So Keller, meanwhile... Super kidnapped. Super kidnapped. <laughs> uh, she comes to in the forest. Her kidnapper is nearby going through her stuff, mm-hmm. not noticing that she's awake yet. She's tied up with rope and her radio is gone. Yep. Eventually, he notices that Keller is awake and instead of telling her who he is, he's just like, well, if you hadn't struggled, I wouldn't have had to stun you. Yeah, not exactly chatty, this guy. I'm also like, fuck you, dude. You kidnapped her. Why wouldn't she struggle? If you're kidnapped, you fight as hard as you can. Yeah. You try to avoid the second location. <laughs> uh, So... Mm, you fight on, Keller. You expect it. You should have expected that. Yeah. So he refuses to answer questions and she wants to know why she's here, how he got her out of the village so quickly, and he just threatens her with a stunner as she flinches and is quiet. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Um, I do love the progression from distrust to trust we have with Kirik. Yeah, well, once we understand his motives, everything's a lot easier to make yeah. sense of. Yeah. Once we realize, oh, okay, this guy doesn't want to kill me. Mm-hmm. This guy is not want to hurt me particularly. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't know how else to get these things done. He doesn't know how to use his words. Yeah. Yeah. So Ronan is rolling some investigation checks in the forest around the village and he has found something. He mm-hmm. radios McKay and found footprints. They're standard Atlantis tread. Mm-hmm. So Keller. And someone with much like Ronan size footprints. Yeah. And he can tell there was Before a struggle. We, the first glimpses of Detective Ronan come into play. Oh, yeah. Crime scene unit Detective Ronan. Listen, besides strength, Ronan's highest, like, just straight up bonuses in survival and nature. This is, remember <laughs> when he went off planet with John back to Earth? Yeah. For the funeral, and we were like, it'd be interesting to see Ronan play a cop in yeah. this world. He's a crime scene detective Ronan. Mm-hmm. That's who he'd play. Actually, argue his stats aren't necessarily high in nature, just survival. Well, it's what, like that's why he he can he understands the scene yep. of the crime, mm-hmm. if you will. Maybe you know blood splatter, understanding mm-hmm. some of that stuff. Anyway, yeah. So weirdly, it's just like these tracks popped out of nowhere. Uh, they just start right here, a distance from the village. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, that certainly won't be explained later. Nope. No reason, no reason. After a bit of more searching, he sees a larger, like, a, a lar- the larger set of prints heading on, but they're deeper and no more Keller tracks. So he's carrying Keller. Now, whether she was knocked unconscious or he doesn't finish that sentence, uh-huh. McKay's brain does. Yeah. Well, his brain doesn't know how to slow down no. fast enough to not finish that sentence. Hi. Yeah. I'm in this picture. <laughs> uh, Ronan immediately wants to go after her. McKay's almost to the gate. He can get reinforcements here. So maybe Ronan should wait. And he's like, <laughs> who do you think you're talking yeah, to? Yeah, excuse me, no. Um, 
he's but he's like go ahead you do that mckay i'm now going after her yep and eventually ronan makes it to the location where we saw keller wake up which means there are two set of tracks again which it gives them relief because she's alive Mm -hmm. everyone is very happy about that mckay is now at the gate We'll have search team here ASAP, but... Just kidding. Just kidding. Before he can dial out, the Stargate dials in, which sends McKay running to hide. Not hiding well. No, he did not think that hide enough. He was too no. focused on the, but I want to see who's coming. Part. Yeah. Um. Well, he sees who's coming. It's Wraith. So yeah. that's great. And while trying to be stealth, uh, he rolls a one. Yeah. And snaps a branch loudly enough to get yeah. at least one Wraith's attention. He rolls a no. Yeah, he like, just rolls no. no. It's not even a one. It's just a no. No. No, you didn't. So he goes running. Uh-huh. He screams to Ronan over the radio. I do love this. I love the Rodney Wraith chasing. <laughs> it's a good. Yeah. He's just blindly shooting behind him. I mean, it's better than most horror movie runners. Yes. At least he's blindly shooting. And he didn't trip and fall. Yeah. He just yeah. tripped. Nor is he in heels. Slightly stumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does go and hide behind a large stump. Hobbit style. And the wraith trick, like the wraith tricks him uh-huh. and makes it sound like he's going away. But really when McKay stands up, he's right there. Ah! And the wraith uh, takes a swing at him. He goes running. Eventually, they're just like rolling on the ground. McKay's firing. Eventually, the wraith has McKay up against a tree and is about to feed on him. But there is the familiar sound of a certain blaster. Yay. That takes out the wraith from behind, dropping him in front of McKay. And McKay is less thankful to be alive and more, what the fuck took you so long? I mean, that sounds about right. Especially between these two. Uh, Ronan recognizes this wraith as a hunter. Hmm. The wraith that chase <coughs> runners. Yeah. And there's only a few runners in the galaxy, we've we've been told. Right. So for for the Atlantis crew to run across Ronin and then another runner? Pretty big deal. Low odds. Yeah. And since there are still Wraith out there, Ronin heads off before McKay can say anything. Mm-hmm. Somewhere ahead of them, Kirik and Keller stop. He just kind of sits her down and ties her legs up, still answering none of her questions. Yeah. Just saying they'll talk whenever they get here, whenever they get there, whatever that means. I do like that she just is incessantly, like, talking a barrage of questions towards him. That would probably be my route. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. I'm either going to get information or Uh I'm going to annoy you. Yeah, fair. (laughs) That sounds about right. So he starts making extra footprints in the path, mm-hmm. obviously to confuse anyone tracking them. We'll see the fruits of that labor later. And Keller hears some rustling. And for a moment, she gets hopeful, Ronin. Nope. That hope gets blown apart when Be- it's a wraith. Yay. And regardless of if this person kidnapped her or not, we would like to prevent the wraith from killing kidnapper because then wraith will just go after me. Yeah, it's like, well, we're learning this, right? Whoever this guy is, he's not as bad as a wraith. Nope. He's not killing me, and yeah. a wraith will. Yeah. So he yells for Kirik to watch out. Well, and the fact that he killed the wraith versus, you know, having a conversation yes. with him. Uh, instantly, Kirik turns, hits the device on his arm that we noticed, that we didn't know what it did, and disappears. Yep. We're yeah. thinking invisibility. Sure. Sounds right to me. We hear movements, a sword shing, and boom, the wraith is relieved of his head. Yay. He didn't need it anymore. No. 
and Kira just starts cleaning his little short sword. And while Keller is just a little, just terrified. Well, it's a just, little creepy um, to see some. Uh, what a sharp little, like, short sword, by the way. Yeah. Holy cow. That's a great little weapon. That went right through. I'm I'm guessing it went through. It somehow managed the cartilage yep. in the neck because, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's all. So with the Wraith now in the area, Ronan and out-of-breath McKay go mm-hmm. warn the villagers. Well, yes, it's just a few Wraith. Most likely they're looking for a single specific someone, but why take chances? Yeah. And McKay's like, have you seen anyone in the village who looks, you know, different and honestly like this guy right here next to me? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe? No? Sort of? As surly as the man that you see before you. Uh Uh-huh. That out of place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And either way, they're not going to wait around. Like, There's caverns, like, around the village yeah. that they used previously ancestors used to hide from the rain. Which, thank goodness, because otherwise Kyrick would only be doubled down in his whole guilt issues. Well, if we've learned anything from Ronan, I have a hunch that is not the only village that's been wiped Fair. out for helping yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, Keller and Kyrick are moving again. She's curious about the device, about whatever blink-out device that is on your arm. Yeah. He's like, it would take too long to explain. She's like, we've been walking for hours. I need a nap. (laughs) Plenty of time to explain. Short rest, please. And that few minutes rest that she wants, he knows Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Because it's, it's just going to let Keller's team time to catch up with them. And she's like, what team? Dude, Dude yeah. I'm not an idiot. I've been watching you. You're a uh-huh. doctor from Atlantis and there's two men with you. Crap. Just, <laughs> no, I'm a villager. Look at me. Village it up. Look at it. I rolled really low on my deception check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I walk around in my Atlantis gear and my bag. <laughs> uh, just then, uh, she's like, well, fuck. I'm just going to run. Yep. And she starts running into the forest. Good on you. Like, try anything you can. Yeah. She keeps running. She's still bound. She doesn't make it far. No, but she's, if nothing else, she's just a great nuisance. Yes. And good on her for it. Uh, He's he's right there in her path and just stuns her. Um, the, the, The men are still helping the villagers get to the caves. Obviously, they'd rather be looking for Keller, but they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hurry the fuck up so I can do the part that I want to be doing. Also, McKay learns the important lesson that just because someone has a mustache doesn't mean that they're a man. Look, don't assume gender. Exactly. Ever. Ever. Um, And when Aaron is the last one in the group, lets him know that the village is empty. He's like, finally. Okay, you... You people stay quiet and you don't make a sound unless you hear from 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 Ronan. Yeah. And McKay's like, or me. Because I'm important too. And then they go back after Keller. Well, Ronan's going back after Keller. McKay really wants to go back and get help. But McKay also doesn't want to split the party again because yeah, yeah. there's Wraith around. Smart. And Ronan's like, look, if it's a runner that took her, time is of the essence. Because he running. We do not have time to go back to the gate. Yeah. We'll never find them again. Also, Wraith are incoming for sure if he's a runner. Exactly. Yeah. So um, if you want to go, you go to the gate. Ronan's <coughs> going after Keller. Yeah. And, and with a sigh and yelling at him to let him catch up, 
uh, McKay goes with Ronan. Yep. Um, Keller wakes up yeah. from where she fell in the forest. Uh, although she may have been carried again for a bit. Kirik's like, are you done trying to escape? No. Keller says yes, and I'm like, fuck you. That's that would my that would be my response if asked if I'm done trying to escape. <laughs> Probably no. You know, if you were to tell her what's going on at this point, then I can maybe say no, I'm or yes, I'm done trying to escape. Yeah, but he won't because he's yeah. a jerk. Yeah. Um, well, he's not a jerk, he just doesn't understand how to speak feelings. Yeah. He's 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 been on the run too long to know how to trust someone. The importance of radical transparency is lost <laughs> on this man. How's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that works. There's more Wraith coming, so they have to keep moving. And Keller's like, you're not from the village. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Not even from the planet. And she's like, you're the reason the Wraith are here, aren't you? Mm-hmm. And he admits that he's a runner. And <laughs> I know what that means. Yeah, so. she's like, well, I know a runner. Like, the guy I was with is a runner. He's like, you don't just stop being a runner. You do if you're running. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, he did. And if you, like, if you take me to him, he will tell you how he stopped being a runner. Yeah. And, like, we don't have to be enemies. You, too, can stop being a runner. Yeah. And and Kirik's like, yeah, nice try. Just keep fucking moving. Yikes. Completely not believing her. Mm-hmm. So McKay catches up with Ronan, finally. Uh, he's looking at tracks again. Two sets, clearly Keller and the runner. And he can tell that she's either bound or injured or both. Mm-hmm. And the issue is that these tracks are easy to follow. Yeah. No runner is that stupid to leave easy tracks to follow. Yeah, yeah. He sent you up to fail. <laughs> so the men are still tracking. It starts to get dark. Uh, it's a re- it's a really beautiful indoor like location. Uh huh. I'm expecting Ewoks here. Oh, I'm sure they are hiding out. They're just hiding from the wraith right now. Yeah. Yep. Um. Although Ewok versus wraith, I don't know. Ewoks are pretty intense. Yeah. It's gonna be on an their even home fight. turf. Yeah, it's yeah. it's listen. The wraith may give up because the Ewoks are too annoying to kill. They're like, no, I want to eat the people. Well, you gotta also, go. <laughs> here's the thing, like Ewoks now. There's a lot of life in those little adorable tiny Ewok bodies, but like it's not a full meal. Is that just like a snack? Is it even well? That's worth what it? I mean. But also, we know that Ewoks also like to eat people. Yes. So it's like, yeah. bro, this is my food. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna need you to fuck off. This is my territory. Yeah. These are my hunting grounds. My feeding grounds. Yes. <laughs> so, I have seen the cutest of little boy puppos. Yeah. Uh, resource guard. Uh huh. Better than anything in the world. So mm-hmm. the instincts are legit. Yeah, yeah. I do still. I am still of the person who, like, the Ewoks don't just eat people. The eat people. No, no, they don't. I'm still looking at is like you know this is it's it's like a ceremonial feast situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I see it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. Don't worry. 
There is actually almost three hours left until it's actually dark. McKay downloads the planetary data before every time he goes through the Stargate. And this planet has a really long sunrise and sunset and like a super short night. And he's rattling off all this other data he gets in the package. Mm -hmm. And Ronan's like, I want to know how long you would last here without your gadgets. Listen, Ronan, I will give McKay credit in this episode. Yes. He's like, you have your talents and so do I. Yeah. And Ronan is just busy dogging on McKay every chance he gets. He's like, you would be surprised because, like, while McKay is not a traditionally outdoorsy person, he still finds the whole man versus nature thing really interesting. Sure, science. He he was even a scout in Lodge 14 of the Fort McMurray uh, eager beavers. Yes. I like it. Which he was asked to leave after a couple months, but he still has the manual. He probably just, you know, rearranged some of the, you know, Mm -hmm. technical computer Mm -hmm. things in the campground. So I don't actually know if the eager beavers are a thing, but Fort McMurray is in Alberta. Okay. uh, Pretty far north of Edmonton, really. Okay. uh, Which previously we had gotten some context clues thinking that maybe he was from Ontario somewhere. So which side of the country is Edmonton on? The, The west or east? It's it's like be it's it's on its way to Vancouver, which is far west. Yes. So he's in the same place where the Yellow Jackets got stranded. He's sort of like it's like if you take Montana north, okay. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that like veiny. Yeah, that seems to me. If you watch Yellow Jackets, <laughs> someday I will. It may or may not be where their plane crash happened. Okay. Um, and then he also has to explain to Ronan what a beaver is. <laughs> um, so they come to one of the spots that Keller imagine trying to explain to Ronan the crass version of what a beaver is after explaining to him <laughs> what a beaver what is. the animal is well cause the way he's like big teeth very <laughs> big teeth very industrious and then yeah. some people also call ah, yeah. other things and it's like why why would why? you do that What's, what, human <laughs> women have t- do they have teeth? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they can. Clearly, they want to. you did not get far enough in your relationship with Keller to find out. Uh, yeah. I Honestly, if I were Rodney, I'd be like, yes, they do. <laughs> do you still want to date Keller? Uh, humans from Earth are different from humans in the Pegasus <laughs> Galaxy. One of the main differences... Are the teeths. Are the teeths that women have. Tifos. Two sets of teeth. So, I mean, so do the men. It's like a sandworm down there. <laughs> Also, I'm just going to say this. (laughs) And then they fight to the death. From certain people, if you have seen the first episode of season three of The Boys, you will know the the depths of where my mind is now going. And I will leave it at that. I have not seen it. Okay, well, there's a part in in the first... In the first episode of season three, that is like, who the fuck thought of that shit? Oh, genitalia has teeth. And then they fight like kaiju. It's not quite teeth in genitalia, but it's... I'll I'll tell you off the We can move on. We can move on. Because it's real. So anyway, Detective uh, Ronan. So uh, yeah, Ronan sees blood. Um, but not it's not human blood, it's wraith blood, don't worry. Yeah. And then they also know that someone was sitting here against this tree, and this 
half of this episode reminds me of you know in in, in like <laughs> two towers where Aragorn's just tracking Merry and Pippin. Fair. Oh, and like the one part where he's like, oh, they were there, you know, two hobbits lay here, and then they crawled this way, and it's like the moment where Vigo broke his toe. Oh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's half of this ha- most of this episode is just that for he's, me. He's very what is his name? Striker? Strider. Strider. I said the wrong <laughs> I said the right one in my brain. Uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah, this is where Run and Play Strider. Yes. Uh, and now there's two sets of tracks. Very obvious. One very deep single set going in one direction, and then another one that Ronan sees that's two people going in another direction. Mm-hmm. And they differ on which set of tracks they think they should follow. And McKay is trying real hard to roll the survival check. Yeah, he's doing his own detective work. And like right before McKay can start going down the tracks, he likes the single deep set. Ronan stops him. With a stick. Yep. And starts poking the trail that that would walk. Mm-hmm. And a bit down the trail. There's ten foot pole. Ten foot pole. T- ten foot. It's definitely a ten foot pole. Yeah. And they use that ten foot pole to check for traps. And there's definitely a trap full of spikes hidden in the ground. Yay. This is where it gets where my brain went. Oh, I could watch Raiders of the Lost Ark again. Uh-huh, yeah. It'd be a good. Like Ronan said, no runner is that stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, any runner that is still alive yes. is not stupid, no. period. No. Any <laughs> runner that made it more than a week in the life of being a runner is exactly. a smart runner. You learn real quick. Yeah. Uh, Keller and Kira come to a cliff face. And while yep. they are going to climb it, they do not need ropes. Turns out that little arm device is not greater invisibility. It is more of a door of the dimension kinds. Uh, quote unquote climb this thing. Yes. <laughs> they just dimension door right on Yay. up. Uh, it's, he, he's not even sure what the device is. He he does finally explain that he was on a planet with advanced technology. He acquired it. Yeah. Uh, and put it on and it fused with his skin. If the light is green, he can bamf around place to place. I acquired it. No more. I will take no more questions on this. Yep. Yep. Uh, so Dimension Door is how he stays ahead of the Wraith, and they keep walking. Mm-hmm. So the guys are still tracking, although McKay is is taking a break to get a shoe, a rock out from his shoe, when a Wraith just comes I mean, up behind it's him. it really sucks when you have a rock in it your does. shoe. It does. <laughs> Ronnie quickly reacts, hopping up on one foot, and actually kills the Wraith. Yay! Good on him. Uh-huh. Ronan comes up and is annoyed because of how much McKay is stopping or holding him back. Like, even second-guessing that McKay had a rock in his shoe or just needed to stop. Because the the more McKay lags, the harder it is for Ronan to track this guy and the further away he's getting. Yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, I get it, but also... Trust me, McKay will come in handy. And he does. Just like right now when yeah. McKay and his new gadget can make this easier. And he goes to pull the tracker off the Wraith's arm and bam, there's a signal for the runner. R- Rodney, um, Rodney embodies this theory that, I, that I've that i talked about with a friend of the pod, but mm-hmm. I don't know that you and I have shared, where it's like some of us are naturally very lazy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you are a not lazy person. You'd like a good puzzle. Yes. I, do I like puzzles. and friend of the bot, who <laughs> shall remain nameless, are naturally 
incredibly lazy. <laughs> now, here's here's the benefit of a lazy person. They will find the most efficient, yeah. easy, smoothest, yeah. shortest solution to a problem. Uh-huh. And that is where McKay comes in. He's like, why chase when track right here? I think a perfect example of this actually was at work last, just Friday. Yeah. When I was trying to lay something out. And while I could have done it a very easy way, I'm like, oh, this will be easy. I can just figure out the math for this yeah. and not have to reference something else. Uh-huh. And then the math, because I made did the math wrong, took me longer. But at that point, I had invested in the math solution yeah. So therefore, I had to see the math solution through. Curious. Was this a project that said friend of the pod usually works on? Possibly. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. No. Okay. It was not. Because that's where her and I would have walked in and been like, or you could just do this. It takes 10 seconds. She was, she may have worked. They may have worked on the project, but not on this part of the project. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Work things. Yeah. But anyways, I did the harder... I thought it would be the easier solution. It turned out to be the harder solution, but then I didn't want to ditch out and do the easy solution halfway through. I had to invest. Oh, so I, I am started. all for the easy solution. Yeah. Every time. Uh, anyway, I feel like, and that's what Ronan is. Ronan's like, I know this will work. I'm going to continue doing this thing yeah. that I know will work. I will make it work. I will bend it to my will yes. to work. Yes. Whereas Rodney's Hi. like, or we could just use this thing I found that's really cool. And, and Ronan's like, yeah, well, he's further ahead than I thought. Yeah, yeah, because of course he can't just let Rodney have the win. No, I can only imagine while it's helpful. Like also, Ronan feels icky using that. Eh, fair, because like this is how they tracked him. Sure, and so there's a little piece of it, it's like you can use that, but like I'm, I I feel weird doing that. All right, that's and fair. he walks away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later, as they track McKay, is just talking that. I mean, Ronan has this, like, tracker face on, and, and you know, they have different gifts. And, and Ronan needs to stop resenting his presence here in this forest. And at some point, Ronan will need McKay's help, and he'll figure out, you know, how to save them in the nick of time. And Ronan will say, good job, or just grunt, or hit him harder than necessary. But we're on the same team, and <laughs> yeah. are you even listening to me? Yeah. Nope. Not at all. I mean... Yes, but I don't know how much he's taking it. I feel like when Rodney starts talking that much, when it's at least like, oh, good. At least it's rhythmic, so it's easier to tune out. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I get that versus like the pops of conversation where yeah. it's like, oh, I can't tune you out. I have to listen to you. Oh, you're asking me questions. Yeah. But when he's just talking at him, and yep. it's like, go to town, man. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, Keller, meanwhile, is starting to get answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirk needs Keller's help to help someone. I said that sentence weird. Um, And the important, the who is not important. You just need to help her. And when they get there, Kirk will be able to, like, won't be able to stay. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's more Wraith on the way. And so I have to keep moving. But there's someone that you have to help. Yep. Do it. And the guys reach the kill face. And they know, you know, Kirk is ahead of them. So they either went around this cliff or they climbed the cliff, but there is no signs of them going either direction. Mm-hmm. Ronan's like, well, you said something about solving a problem, right? Interesting. He's like, yeah, a technology problem, not a rock climbing problem. <laughs> and he yeah. just, he's like, thought so. And he walks away. God, Ronan. Yeah. I, I gotta say, Ronan's really grinding my gears. <laughs> he's not one that handles stress. 
He handles stress well. He, he does doesn't not... handle people well when he's stressed. Yes. And to me, that's like, we're in the same situation. <laughs> How is yelling at me helpful? It makes me feel better. Yeah. Uh, Keller asked Carrick if he ever tried removing the tracking device. Yeah. He's like, I mean, people have. Yes. But without luck. Hmm. Well, those doctors weren't Lance's doctors. They're not me, as she cracks her knuckles yeah. <laughs> uh, and preps. Keller could probably remove it, and that's what we did for the other runner that Keller mentioned. Carson removed it, and he was able to stop being a runner. Yep. And that's enough to make Kirik pause. Uh, the idea um, that, she, the, that she has with her what she needs to remove the tracking device... Mm-hmm. I mean, she has a scanner. She finds it, some anesthetic, quick cut, done. Yeah. Just um, pull it all out. And he's hesitant. And, you know, look, if you're bringing me somewhere to give someone medical attention, it's going to be safer for everyone if the wraith aren't hunting you. Yep. So he pauses. He tries to figure out if he can trust her. And eventually pulls out the... Pull, puts down the bag, pulls out the short sword, and cuts her bindings. Hmm. And true to her word, because she's a doctor, yep. pulls out her computer and scanner, because of regardless of the situation, doctor. Yeah. And after scanning the back of his head and neck, her face quickly drops. Yeah, this isn't uh, going to be so cut and dry, if you will. <laughs> yeah, his tracking device is different than Ronan's was. Mm-hmm. It's more complicated, and it's fused to his spine and the brainstem, and removing it would kill him. Yeah, these guys got more sinister with their runners yeah. and their trackers. And he takes that for what he assumed, that there is no solution, and they have to keep moving, and now Keller follows him without being bound and carries her own back. Yeah. Oof. I want to know how Ronan and McKay got up the cliff. Um, I think if you've played Uncharted, mm-hmm. you'll know that Nathan Drake usually climbs a rock face. Yeah. Starts his way up. Yep. And then he's like, hey, Sully, I found a way up. And then <laughs> Sully's like, me too. There was a path hiding around the back. <laughs> My hope is that in one little second of reversal of, like, who's in charge for a minute, that Ronan started climbing Nathan Drake style. Yep. And was like, okay, I got a way to find you. How did you get up here? Yeah, exactly. And McKay, using, again, the the lazy man's efficiency approach, was like, I found a path That's kind of what I thought, is, like, the time it took for Ronan to, like, brute force climb it, McKay was able to find that path around that we later learn is there. Yep. Yeah, that's my hope. So night is going to fall in 17 minutes, but it won't last long. McKay compares it to Whitehorse in June, which is in the Yukon, mm-hmm. and is like a level with Anchorage. Okay. Um. So not like it's north, but not like Arctic Circle north. But just under, sort of. Like, well, I guess our, I guess Anchorage is way under, but yeah. I know what you mean. So there's a sound behind him. Northerner than I've ever been. Northerner than I've ever been as well. Fair. Um, Ronan just like throws the two of them to the ground as a log covered in spikes Yikes! that could make an Ewok's heart sing <laughs> just swings above them. Here's, and they... here's my question. Yeah. How did Kira come up with these traps all so fast? Well, I... Yes. He's a very fast creator. Were they existing traps that he reactivated? Well, here's... 
So I he didn't make these while he's bringing Keller back. Okay. He made these before. He scouted remember, this planet. He said that he he knew that like Atlantis medical teams would be That's here, right. and they brought. Uh, been setting it up. Yeah, and gotcha. they did it before. He set up traps for anyone who was following. That's him. right. That's right. And they lay there looking up at this master crafting, and Ronan admits this guy is good. Yeah. And McKay's like, he's a killer. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I said he's good. Yeah. Uh, it's night now as Kirik and Keller make it to the hide that Kirik made. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one else has found it, and inside is a young injured girl. Yeah. Celise. Who is clearly not doing well. No, it's bad times for her. Uh, she fell and she injured her leg. And Kirik did as much as he could to dress and clean the wound. But as you, we can see, it's clearly infected. Yeah. And it's been a few days when she, when she got worse, he went looking for a doctor. Couldn't find one. He heard that people from Atlantis, as I mentioned, were mm-hmm. coming here into the village. So he hid her in this cave, set traps to keep yep. people away, and waited for the Atlantis doctor to show up. Yep. And as Keller is already taking vitals, he points, she's like, you could have asked instead of kidnapping. Yeah. How about that? And he's like, I couldn't take that chance. Most people want nothing to do with a runner. I mean, fair, but you've learned enough of the Atlantis team. Like, you've done some Atlantis team recon. I feel like that would have been one of those where might be willing to chant it. Or, you know, maybe say that right when she first wakes up. Yeah. Yeah. I need your help. Yeah. Or but make, again, we've learned that runners haven't really had time to develop uh, sophisticated feelings yeah, yeah, and personal skills. Kind of hard when you're running for your fucking life all the time. Well, and it's interesting to know how long he's been been a runner because I do get the feel that he has been a runner for much longer than Ronan had been. Well, that's the thing. It's like he became a runner after because his tracker so advanced. Um, uh, I don't or the know. placement, or do you think that's a newer, a later thing? I don't think that's necessarily like a newer, more advanced tracker. I have a hunch that's just like it's a different hive that did they it. They were just fucking, and they just had a, a different, yeah, they just had a different way. That's fair. It's possible. Or the fact that he's had the tracker in his neck for so much longer, and so it's more. Grown I can see into that. It. Yeah, because I know that. From personal experience, that your body will try to eat foreign objects inside oh, of it. It's like it's like nature retaking a yeah, retaking yeah, yeah. civilization. I had to have a medical port <laughs> removed because my heart wall. It was like, oh, your heart wall's trying to eat this, yeah. <laughs> and it's going to pierce through your heart wall. So let's remove that. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's not let that happen. Yeah, because you know, I think Kirik is. Probably has a decade on Ronan, oh, yeah. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's definitely a little older. He's definitely been doing this for a while. Yeah, I have a hunt. Yeah, so Ronan was doing it for only a couple of years. That's true. I think this guy's been a runner for a long time. Believe it. I believe it. Um, And we learned that Celise isn't his daughter, mm-hmm. uh, but was in a village that was destroyed by the Wraith because he stayed there for a single night. Yeah. And the entire village was called, and old, the only person he could save was this young girl. Oh. And she's not doing good. She is septic. She's going into shock. And Keller will do what she can in IV, cut away the dead tissue. But she needs more than what Keller has with her right now. Yeah. And Keller's like, well, she's not going to die. From my own willpower, she yeah. will not Fuck die. all of that. Yeah. And leaves the cave to try to keep the wraith away and to keep an eye on things. I wonder if Keller would have had more supplies before she did the village thing. 
Like, did she give out antibiotics down there? I don't know. It depends if that's a anti. She knew yeah. what the disease was. Anti blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's well, true. She may not have brought them. Yeah. So she, if it was a viral thing, she yeah. would have not had antibiotics with her, yeah, or at yeah, least yeah, the base true. level of antibiotics yeah. that she carries at normal times. True. Um, who knows how long later? I think Keller's a fairly quick worker, so it hasn't been too long. Keller's wrapping the girl's leg back up, and Celise wakes up, and mm-hmm. you know freaks the fuck out seeing well, yeah. a strange woman there uh, yeah <laughs> but keller is quickly able to calm her down and we finally keller finally learns kirik's name yep and even the doll that Sleese has mm-hmm. that that mean old kirik made and and Sleese is like he's not mean he just pretends to be yep and keller knows someone just like that and i like this bat so here's the first one yeah where we get a little bit of a nod to the triangle. Uh-huh. Or, yep. One point in the direction of I'm thinking about Ronan right now. Yep. But later, there will be another side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like it. Ronan and McKay are still moving. Mm-hmm. McKay can see that the, the runner is just circling something. Mm-hmm. So they figured that wherever he was going, there it's there. Yep. And it's just under an hour until daybreak. Which brings me to another point. Yeah. This was clearly not meant to be a long mission. Yeah. Where is the Atlantis Where Where is someone checking up on them as they're hours overdue? At the very least, someone like dialing up the gate and calling in over a radio. How? (laughs) Yeah, no. I wonder... I got nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, the only thing I can think of is that this whole time thing moves faster out here, and maybe they've mm-hmm. only been gone like mm-hmm. eight hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, still, this, I have a hunch this is meant to be a three hour tour. Fair, fair, fair. Because they do, McKay doesn't have a backpack. He has no snackums with him. That's true. And it's also a non-official, like, it's not a, like, the whole team's no. out there big thing. No. <laughs> the only weapon, like, Keller doesn't have a sidearm. You have Ronan's blaster and McKay's sidearm. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not, like, a full mission. That is something that if they are overdue, you check on them. Yeah, somebody definitely. <laughs> Chuck, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> You need to tell someone. They probably thought they'd ring back and then just no one said anything. I bet you it's this really dumb, dumb thing where Chuck stepped away for lunch for an hour. Somebody covered. Just assumed that they came back. Mm-mm. Nobody even knows they're not there. Yeah. Yeah. Again, because everybody's like, I'm going to stand away from that bullshit. That is an awkward triangle. And I don't want to hear about it later. So avoid it, avoid it, avoid it. So they, they stop in a small clearing in front of them. There is a wraith standing there, but Ronan knows something's up. Yep. So he doesn't fire immediately. McKay's like, why the fuck aren't you killing the wraith? Sneak over time. And as he sneaks up, the wraith still doesn't move. And we find out it's because the wraith fell victim to one of Carrick's traps. He's, he, he, and is super dead. The wraith became the 10-foot pole yes. that you check for traps with. Uh-huh. That's all. Yeah. It, this one was straight out of Raiders. 10-foot wraith. Ten foot wraithers. Uh, Keller peeks her head out of the cave looking for Kirik, who just like appears behind her. Yeah. Uh, Celise is stable for now, but she needs a lot of medical help, like antibiotics, a skin graft. Keller wants to take her to Atlantis. 
obviously Kira cannot come with them and he needs to trust Keller. Yikes. And he's like, as long as you return her when she's healed. And Keller's like, actually first, can't guarantee she's going to live. Second, really? So actually, I've already called CPS. One, <laughs> yeah. this child is going into surgery in another hospital and I've already called CPS so I appreciate that you're doing your best, but it's not appropriate for a child. Your life is running from the wraith. Yeah. She's like seven. Yeah. This is not great times. Uh, Ten. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She's a young age. Yeah. She's uh, elementary school age. Yeah. It's hard to tell because she's wrapped up in a burrito most yeah. of the time. Uh, this is not a life for a child. No, it's really not. And, and, he, and she tries to convince him, like, you need to let me take find a home. For yeah. the young girl that's yeah. safe. And I, I would say that I'm pretty sure the Athosians would welcome her and that it's as, as safe as you can get. However, the Athosians were just the entire village was taken by. I feel like just people. leave that part out. <laughs> I mean, how likely is it that'll happen twice? <laughs> you know? It's fine. It's a real safe, it's a real safe village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirik hears something and pushes Keller into the trees for cover as three wraiths show up and we get a very quick action sequence. Kirik appears directly in front of the cave, takes a swipe at one, like multiples, takes one out, uses a dimension door and goes from a disadvantage to an advantage and like grabs a sword, takes out the second wraith. And that's when he's stunned from behind by the third wraith. Damn it. And Keller's just watching this in terror. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, when it gets worse. Yeah. And Celise calls for Carrick from inside the cave. She uses the wrong time to be loud. Yeah. She's been quiet all this time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Wraith hears this, goes inside, and sees the young child there. And nothing good can happen from that. Nope. Yeah. And thankfully, nothing bad does happen because the Wraith is stabbed from behind by Keller with Carrick's short sword. Keller goes full get away from my daughter, bitch. Yes. Takes care of things. Yeah. Uh, broad daylight now. Kirik is just laying in a clearing. Yep. His blade standing up next to him in the dirt in, or in the green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Keller is tending to Selyse a few feet away. Yeah. Keller explains what happened. There's the part we knew. Mm-hmm. And then the part we didn't where she knew they had to move. So she carried Selyse here and then literally dragged Kirik's fucking unconscious body through Yikes. the woods to this clearing. Thank you. You're welcome. Not an easy task. Mm-hmm. You were twice my size. Yep. Keller's strong. Yeah. Because, like, dragging dead weight like that through a forest is not easy. So I'll tell you that every now and then, because I have rampant <laughs> anxiety at times. Um. Oh, I'm about to share something really weird. I have practiced picking up Jesse, mm-hmm. it's like, what if I need to get you on the floor for CPR? How do <laughs> okay. I do it? Or what if I need to help you to the bathroom if something bad happens? Yeah. It is not easy. No, it's not. It is not easy to lift another human being. I mean, just think about, like, you trying to, like, when your dog's asleep, just trying yeah. to, like, drag dog weight. Yeah. It is yeah. not easy. There's a lot of, like, leverage. There's a lot of science to be used. Uh-huh. Uh, which only makes me respect hospice nurses yes. that much more. 
really nurses in general. Yes. Because they're all moving people around. I mean, it's bad enough because Kaylee will do the toddler move of dead weight. Yeah. And it's like, that's just a 35 pound dog. Yeah. That's enough to like, there's limbs that are floppy and Kaylee will just purposely be like, lift me up now, bitch. Now do it. Try it. (laughs) Passive resistance for the win. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, strong Keller. Yeah, she's... So, well, we'll see signs of how that may have gotten to where it got uh-huh. to. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel also that is half strength, not to deny the strength, and also just sheer fucking determination. Yeah, yeah. I know that way. I, I think there's science behind it, too. She yeah. did a little bit of, like, knowing the right way to, like, position and, like, using gravity in oh, her yeah. favor and physics and... Uh... She's a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... So Selyse is stable-ish for now, as stable as she can get in this situation. Yeah. But she can't stay on the planet. They have to get to Atlantis. Mm -hmm. And he offers to carry Selyse to the gate. And they're like, but there's Wraith after us. Like, how far can we get? And he's like, well, further than you got carrying both of us. Yeah. Keller ignores that. Not even a thank you from him. Seriously. Um, She was thinking, like, look, I can't remove your tracking device. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe I can turn it off. Yeah. She has a portable portable defibrillator with her. And if she places uh, places the paddles on his skin right above the device, it might overload the power source and fry it. Yeah. So I, I had a moment because she explained to him what, it, what a defibrillator does. And I had a moment where I had to think about this, right? Mm-hmm. But it's so... The thing that we do yeah. that restarts hearts, uh-huh. the way that we take people to hospitals and we lean on doctors to yeah. do this, we literally hit the, did you turn it off and turn it on again button? Yes. On the human heart. We do. And hope for the fucking best. Yes. Holy cow. Science is magic. Science is magic. That's all. And I'm like, well, it's going to fry something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Something will fry. Well, here's the good thing. Okay, here's at least the thing. So I, listen, I do not, this, I do not know a ton about defibrillators. But, like, I know you can't, at least the ones in, the big ones, the non-portable, you can't just touch that shit to your skin. Yeah. Uh, This, at least, these pedals looks like it has that little, like. Has, like, a, the patchy guy. Don't burn your skin off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm like, that's going to fry something if you just put a defibrillator yep. to your skin. That's going to happen. He immediately is like, let's do it. Keller's like, do you want me to go over the risks first? He's like, nah. Can't not be riskier really. than it is now. Look, the device is either going to, it's going to work and the device is disabled or I'm dead and the device is disabled. Like, yep. I'm tired of running. I'm a, yeah, basically is what he's telling us. So McKay is still referencing the tracking device and he knows they aren't much further ahead. Mm-hmm. And like, they break into a run. Ronan's on point and they're running. And... You know, he's taking a moment with Celise. He makes Keller promise that she will be taken care of either way. She does promise. Yeah, of course. And then before he this can process through his brain, he okay, takes, here we go. Yeah. takes off his jacket. Keller can see the insane scars in his back. Yeah. Um, she looks away for a second because that's just hard to look at. Uh-huh. And she places one paddle in the center of his chest in the front and the other goes on his back and he just lays face down. Why face down? I don't understand that either, but maybe it's like because the sh- leaning on the shock in your back may sound scarier than like 
it being on your chest. But you're laying on the one on your chest. Yeah, but I feel like somehow there's less pressure here than like just full on your back. I don't, I don't know. It's a choice. Uh, yeah, it is definitely a choice. It's a choice. Uh-huh. Um, and at least give the man a stick to bite down on. Uh, something. She I don't know. she turns it on and shocks him, and he seizes up and falls unconscious. Yay! And McKay is really fucking confused when suddenly the tracker stops working. <laughs> so good news. <laughs> he loses the signal and Ronan just keeps on keeping on. Yeah. And we see Keller has flipped Carrick over, is starting chest compressions. Uh-huh. And after some meds to the neck, he just like, oh, yeah. awake. Yeah. Straight up epinephrine is what I'm guessing. I'm guessing really hurts. Oh, that's going to be sore for days. <laughs> Really, really hurt. That's gonna be sore for. Just, I, I'm sort of thinking about like it. giant bruises. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "What happens? You are still alive. You're back in the land of the living." As Keller runs her scanner over where his tracking device is, and it is not transmitting. Mm-hmm. She's pretty sure they fried the sucker. Yay! But his dimension door is an unattended sacrifice. I mean. It's not her fault it was fused to his skin. No, it's not. Yep. Uh, and Kirik isn't worried because he doesn't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And Keller actually is like, don't throw that away. I know someone who would love a gadget like that, even uh, yes. if dead. Moment number two, where she yeah. thinks of somebody in this fun triangle. Uh-huh. So the guys are catching up. They are past the cave, and they found where Keller dragged Kirik. Um, mm-hmm. And... Only knows it's a body being dragged, so they aren't thinking the best of thoughts. Yeah. Um, but they get to the clearing, they see the two area where two bodies were laid, no wraith footprints. Ronan can at least not tell it was Keller who did the dragging. Mm-hmm. McKay figures maybe she killed him while trying to disable his tracking device. There's footprints where they leave together from the clearing. Hmm. They're really confused. Mm-hmm. Why would she drag the runner here, revive him, and then leave with him? And then the second body was too small to be Keller, so maybe a child. Yeah. And um, Ronan finds the doll Mm -hmm. that was accidentally left behind. And uh, fun times, because they're not the only ones who notice the runner's tracking signal stopped. Yep. There's now two darts. There's darts in the air as well. They're mad. They want the runner. Yeah. As they head for the gate, Kirik and Keller reach the cliff, and without the dimension door, they're going to have to take the path nearby. Mm-hmm. And when he puts Elise down and goes check the path, that's where Ronan dives out of the forest. Sneak open attack. Open ice body check. Surprise round, Ronan. Yes. Yeah. And uh, taking him down, and they start brawling. Yeah. And Keller's like, "Please stop, Ronan." <laughs> this is this is one of those moments where they just turn into feral animals because it's yeah. like. Neither of them hears her. No. Yeah. No. Um, so McKay comes up as confused as to why Keller would be telling them to stop fighting. Mm-hmm. She tells McKay to grab Celise. She runs after the men and she gets there right as they have their weapons at each other's necks. And tries to explain to Ronan that Kirik just wanted her to help the girl. Yep. She's sick and dying and they have to get her to Atlantis. Please, Ronan. Yeah. Can you please please stop killing each other? We got bigger things to kill. He's like, I don't like it, but the two men break their stalemate. 
Mm-hmm. And as McKay calls for help, as Celise tears, like, has tore her stitches and yeah. her leg is bleeding. And Ugh. she has to restitch him before they can move her again. Jeebus. One second. Um, and because they now have a good view, once they get moving a little further... Mm-hmm. They can see it's it's not just darts all over, just the field. It's just like field of darts yeah. over the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all Wraith looking for Carrick. Carrick knows. This is fine. Everything's fine. Everything We're going to make it out of this with no problems. Yeah. McKay points out that, you know, fighting together would give them better odds than fighting each other. I mean, not wrong. And I mean, obviously the odds are actually low of them winning. McKay's run is like, never tell me the odds. Yeah. Not not important to him. Yeah. Uh, and Ronan knows McKay's right. They have to work together, and he stands aside and lets Kirik pick up a stunner. Mm-hmm. Quickly, Keller finishes. They're ready to go. Kirik doesn't even get, like, he doesn't even get the girl picked up and before the wraith are on top of them. Yeah. It's not it's not good times. And a lot of things happen at once. Yep. Uh, McKay runs out of bullets. Yep. Kirik gets Celise out of the way. There's like multiple wraith show up um it's actually keller with a stick that like gets the wraith off mckay and helps him and it's actually pretty damn impressive taking on a wraith with stick yeah yeah she's she's kicking butt just trying to occupy this wraith long enough for mckay to get re get more bullets and shoot him reload uh this is quite the uh, night and day from the keller who was stuck with taylor off planet which makes you really appreciate keller's ability to say i learn from experiences yes she's not one who's repeating the same things over and over no um, and former runners do what former runners do, and they actually are instinctively working together uh-huh. without even a word passing the short sword between them to help yep. take the wraith out. Yep. And just like that, all the wraith are dead. Good. And McKay's impressed and wonder where Keller learned to fight like that. Mm-hmm. And she says she's been taking some sparring lessons mm-hmm. and motions towards Ronan. I do strongly feel she's been taking lessons from more than just Ronan. Yeah, because those don't look like Ronan's moves. They look like Taylor moves. They do. Yeah. And I mean, McKay, look, it doesn't matter if I'm interested in Ronan or not. I'm on Atlantis. I'm taking sparring I'm lessons from, from anyone who bars. offers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the reality is that anytime I go into that room... Ronan's probably there. Exactly. Yeah. That's that he lives there. I wouldn't be surprised if he sleeps there sometimes. Yes, yeah, agreed. Uh, more darts. They have to move. Mm-hmm. The Mick and the Way, knowing Celise <laughs> needs stronger meds ASAP, and McKay points out the same thing Keller did. Why didn't you just ask Keller for help instead of kidnapping her? Reasons. Keller's like he knows. I already brought this up. With Words him. are very hard. Trust issues. Yeah. Um, and she hands McKay the now dead Dimension Door device. Yeah. And is like. Here, it's broke now, but amuse yourself. I got you a present. Yeah. Yeah. And Ronan asks who the kid is. Mm-hmm. Kirik explains to Ronan. And Ronan knows he gets this. Yeah. He knows that's not easy to live with. Ronan has been there before, mm-hmm. and he reassures Kirik that they will both get out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And that's when they get to the spot where they can see the Stargate and all the rates surrounding it. Yay. And they just make a run for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they do, the ships 
would be alerted and that's when the shooting starts and they'll be called. So that's not, not the best really option. Up to, yeah, not no. really a great opportunity. Um, but maybe they just have to take their chances. And McKay has done some tinkering on the fly, a move straight out of Sam the Gnome's heart, and mm. hasn't fixed the Dimension Door device, but patched it? Yeah, maybe? it's working-ish. And uh, Kirik takes it and goes to improve their chances. Mm-hmm. He's going to go. He'll be fine. And he tells Ronan to be ready to attack the clearing. Yeah. And um, McKay is, like, unsure how well he fixed the device. Like, maybe test it first. Maybe only half of you will come out the other side. Yeah. How about test it with uh, something? And Kirik just presses the button and vanishes. Nope, because he and Ronan are of the same mind. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Kirik takes on one wraith, bams out, takes out another, and is down by the gate as Ronan's like, I'm gonna go help him. You yeah, stay here. I, I, me too, me too. And then we see Kirik can't dimension door anymore. Uh-huh. It only worked the one time. And, well, well twice. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. And, look, I get why he's taking cover behind the DHG, okay? Mm-hmm. It's there, he's gonna start dialing. But, like... Maybe don't accidentally get the DHD blown up. Fair, fair. That's a solid point. Because uh, you can't manually dial that Stargate as easily as you can Milky Way gates. My only thought is the Wraith also would want to leave via that Stargate, so they may not shoot it. Just a thought. I'm more saying that the Wraith have shitty aim. Yeah, much like Stormtroopers. Yes. Fair. Yeah. Yes. True. Um, but while he's hidden behind the DHD, he does start dialing it. Mm-hmm. It connects, and Kirik makes a run for it. Yeah. Diving through the gate, drawing all of the wraith after him, including the darts. Yeah. And by the time Ronan gets there, the gate shuts down and all the wraith are gone. Mm-hmm. Keller knows they can't sit around and wait, um, and McKay will help get Sleece to Atlantis, and then we'll go tell the village it's okay to come out of the caves. And then there's Ronan. Standing in front of the gate, having a lot of feels about what just happened. Yeah, it's it's sad. We kind of know what just happened. Yeah. And there's like a glimmer of hope that maybe. I mean, yes, there's the wonder of what's going to happen to Kirik. Here's the thing. They can't track Kirik anymore. Yeah. The trouble is like they got him so close to freedom. Yeah. And now it's just not. I mean, he can't be tricked. This isn't a death sentence. There, uh, to me, there's fifty fifty odds that Kira comes is able to get away from them. Yeah, on the other side. Yeah, yeah. The hope that's the hope. And but the, yeah, knowing that they they may never know is no. the shitty part. Yeah. So back in Atlantis, Elise is playing Duck Hunt yeah. on a little handheld device. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that's an actual game. It just looks like a sidekick phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with Duck Hunt. It and, looks like those old, like, individual game things that you yeah. used to get. I don't know what it is. It's just this. Listen, McKay made his own emulator, let's be honest. That's tr- probably exactly what it is. Uh, and McKay's trying to explain what you want to do and press the button to shoot them. Uh, Selyse is like, <laughs> but why? Why would I want to shoot yeah. the ducks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, they're not real ducks. They're pretend ducks. Yeah. Keller's like, can you find her? She's been... Find her another fucking game. How about no shooting games for the child who's been running from shooters for her life? Maybe just uh, some Tetris would be great. Tetris? Give her a a, a digipet? Yeah. Something. (laughs) 
I did your best. Have her play yeah. Farmville. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Katamari, anybody? Katamari Damashi. Yeah, it's definitely maybe like the a little bit of a rough choice, which in Mikey's defense, knowing what other games exist, Duck yeah. Hunt seems mild. Seems mild. Yeah. 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 Even Mario is better than that. Well, that's fair. Okay. So John and Ronan come in to check their little patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's doing much better? Yeah. Uh, Keller tells him she is a fighter. And John checks with Celise uh, if if McKay is bothering her because John can have him removed forcibly. <laughs> yeah, she's like, really? Oh, uh, and McKay's like, haha, he's ki- he's kid, he's kidding. Yeah. Um, and actually, Keller shares that she talked with Aaron and she'd love to have Celise come live with them. Yay! Actually, and she asks if she's ever going to see Kirik again and. Quite honestly, no one knows. Uh, I really appreciate the honesty here. Yep. Yeah. And John does tell her that they are looking for him. Mm-hmm. And Ronan is a softy, we know, yeah. deep inside. Uh, and he did keep the doll that, that he of found. Of course he did. Of course. Imagine not keeping I it. I know. God. Well, it's less that it's less that he didn't keep it, and more it wasn't then lost again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, he, yeah. Was... he probably made an effort to protect that doll. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little grin between Keller and Ronan uh-huh. that McKay sees. Damn it. And is like, of course, with his own face. Uh-huh. And then the final scene. In the gym, Ronan is twirling his uh, staff around, most likely going through the events that just happened and just taking that in, processing, because that was him a few years ago. Yeah. And McKay comes in. Yep. He's like, okay, here's the thing. I need to know what your intentions are. Yep. Ronan's confused with Jennifer. Ronan's like, I have none. Mm. And Ronan's like, or, or McKay's like, okay, great. With a little grin, and, and Ronan's like, well, wait, what do you mean by intentions? What do you mean? What do you mean? I know you know language enough to know what he means. He's like, romantic intentions. And he's like, no. Well, wait. And he smirks a bit, leaning on his staff. Maybe I do. No. Do you? And this is where, if Ronan is doing this for fun, he decides he's going to do it for fun. Yeah. And McKay's like, yes, that's why I'm asking you. Yes. Good job, McKay. (laughs) Using your words. Yeah. And they're like, well, what? are we going to do about it? And McKay's like, well, I'm not going to fight you for her. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to step aside either. Yep. And, and we're just going to have to let her shocker decide for herself. Good. Good. I'm glad that this comes out the way it does. Yes. I'm glad. Uh, so may the best man win. Yeah. And McKay holds his hand out and with a grin, Ronan takes it. I'm really mad at Ronan right now. Either way. Yeah. Either one, you're fucking with him. Yeah. Or two, shoot or get off the pot, Ronan. Exactly. You lost your chance. The train has left the station. Yeah. Women are not sitting around waiting for your fucking games. No. Yeah. End of story. But anyway, (laughs) it is an incredibly adorable scene, though. I'm clearly team McKay. (laughs) I don't love Ronan's approach. Yeah. 
Uh, this was a really fun episode. It was a very, it was. A good I, I like what we're setting up here. Yep. I'm I'm Team Rodney McKay all the way. Um. So next up, yes, is the episode called First Contact. Okay. I will tell you that it is the start of a two-parter. Oh, is this like a mid-season-y guy? It's a mid-season-y-ish, and there is a familiar face. Interesting. I want to say, no, it's not weird again, because we already weirded up already. And with the sound of a Jeep that is about to pull into the house and a dog freaking out. We'll see you guys next week. We will see Find you next week. Find us on Twitter at Terror Podcast. Find us at Facebook the Snowflake Sectaria. Email us at there's no place like Terra Gmail.com. Read us like a spew us wherever you get your pod. Patreon.com slash Snowflake Sectaria. We love you. Bye. Bye.